Seahawks Vikings. I did make a play on this game. Tell me what it is. I don't I'm love still on it. The fence. I don't love it, man. The Vikings are 0 2. They need this win. Mike Zimmer's on the hot seat. Offensively, at times, they've looked all right. They could score some points. Defensively, uh, they continue to be one of the more overrated defenses in the NFL, in my opinion. They can't stop anybody right now. Seattle, kind of the same Can story. Can I stop you really quickly? Yeah. What is up with all these defenses, though? Like, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like across the board in the NFL, all these defenses that on paper should be good. I, I mean, last I know the Vikings year, last year we thought it was because there was no fans. Yes, right? that's yeah. what we thought. In the all, but now it's just like three weeks in the season, and we're seeing a lot of elite level defenses just not be that right now. I mean, we even asked Brian Baldinger about, it, and of course, you know, he said guys got to warm up preseason. Nobody hits until nobody the hits until starts, right. Yeah. yeah, when the season starts and all that stuff. But I, it's just weird to see some of these defenses that are just known to be extraordinary are not showing up. Yeah, like the Didn't Washington mean, football team. Like the Washington football team. Do we overrate that defense, or are they just not performing right now? Like, do you think that they turn it around here in the next couple of weeks? I know we'll we'll preview that game coming up here, but I mean, I think it kind of goes with the same. I mean, even you know, like Seattle, like Bobby Wagner is so damn good. He made a couple plays in that man, game. Yeah, he he is so good. Man. You know, and, you almost and, forget and, that he's there. And they got Jamal Adams. They got guys on the defensive side of the ball that can make some plays. And in the NFL, really, like. You don't have to be the 85 Bears anymore. You have to be able to score points because yep. everybody's, you know, what I mean is always the top offenses. And you have to get takeaways. You could give up big chunk plays, but when you let teams in the red zone, you got to have them settle for field and goals. And don't like, break. Dude, that's what Green Bay's done in the last couple of years, and they're always around uh, the game before the Super Bowl and the NFC title game before a heartbreaking, crushing loss. But I look at both of these teams, and it's kind of the same story. I like what they do offensively. I played the Seahawks on nice. the road, one-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to go with Russ. It's like... Who do I trust in this situation? Neither defense, really. Both offenses have playmakers. Delvin Cook, though, is banged up right now. He's questionable you know, to play in that game. If actually. he's 100%, maybe I stay away from this one. Love Justin Jefferson, especially when they work him out of the slot. Love Adam Thielen. But, uh, man, the Seahawks are a tough team to bet against. I know that they did lose that game last week, but they kind of beat themselves. Like, they had a 24-9 to lead or something like that. I just watched this game going into the second half. I think DK is going to eat this week. Tyler Lockett is uh, ridiculous. He's one of my favorite receivers to watch in the league. They got to get something going with the run game, but I like the Seahawks on the road here, one-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm all in with you. I mean, you know, this yeah. line opened up as two, actually. The Seahawks were two-point favorites. The Seahawks, some love coming in on Minnesota. Some love coming in on Minnesota. Good luck uh, with that. Seahawks are 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven meetings with the Vikings, and yeah. we, this is the first time we'll say this this show, but trends. Um, and the Seahawks defense, we talked about it. Are they going to be, like, how good are they going to be? Can they step up in this game? I think this is a good bounce-back spot for them. I mean, they didn't play terrible against um, Tennessee. I mean, they didn't, Tennessee didn't come around this, yeah. until the second half. And you look at it. I saw the stat here. Um, without the Derrick Henry 60-yard touchdown run, which he showed that he still has it. Yeah. And also, you look at Julio Jones' 51-yard catch. The Titans only averaged, like, five yards a uh, per play last year. And they, those were hard earned. Uh, Derrick Henry had 160 of Tennessee's yards after contact. That's ridiculous. Like Derrick Henry literally went out there and uh, put on a man's jam, like put on, put on his big boy pants and said, okay, I'm the Derrick Henry that has the MVP odds in my favor right now. I need to go out there and do my thing. So I like Seattle. Their defense did take uh, a nice, a nice leap. I believe, I think they'll have an easier time against the Vikings here. I just do not believe in the Vikings, man. I mean, I, I, no. I, I used to, no reason to, I used to, I used to love Kirk Cousins, okay? I used to. When he was um, in Washington? When he was in Washington, I was a Kirk Cousins apologist. I feel like I'm an apologist for a lot of quarterbacks that are underwhelming. That might ha- I might need to uh, talk to my uh, therapist about why I love all these mid-tier quarterbacks and <laughs> give them so much love and attention and support. But um, and one thing that we can't ignore is the fact that 
Kirk Cousins, that Vikings team, if we're talking about teams that are, are liable to implode this year, I got the Vikings and the Jaguars on that list. Now, both of those teams are in two different stages in, in what they're supposed to be. I think it's even more concerning that you look at this Vikings team. They always they have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. I look at the Jaguars team. I mean, you have a lot of injuries, young quarterback, first-year head coach, all those things. But I think um, one thing that really matters to me is culture. I don't see a winning culture with this Vikings team. All I've seen since Kirk Cousins has gotten there is – a lot of spurts and, and, and glimmers and glimpses of some good offense. Usually okay. in the second half when they're down big. like Usually he's, when they're down a huge big. Pad, uh, he pads his stats. Absolutely. That's what I was trying to say. And and I look at uh, Stephon Diggs getting love because he's amazing. Yeah. Well, Stephon Diggs was getting love. Stephon Diggs is no longer there. He still gets love in Buffalo. He gets love in Buffalo. He gets more now from Josh Allen, actually, because there's no Adam Thielen. A lot of arguing between receivers and the quarterback. Just, just a lot. Just the culture, the vibe of the Vikings isn't isn't good, man. It's like it's kind of like uh, you you need more than just talent to win games. You need more than just talent to to be a threat in the NFL. And I don't think this Vikings team. I think they're very shallow, man. I think they're they'll implode any day now. Give me the Seahawks, especially after the heartbreaking loss they took uh, they had against the. Uh, the the Tennessee Titans at home. Yeah. I think the see one thing I love, man. Their offense looks so much different now. I love that for Russell Wilson. I think it's very advantageous. I feel like they go out there and they can they can they have a really good thing right now going for them. So I think the Seattle Seahawks take it, and I like them even better as a pick them right now than at the two point favors that they opened up as uh, when this line was first released. Yeah, a couple props that are available on this one over at BetMGM. So we both like Seattle on the road in this one. Kirk Cousins passing yards two eighty and a half. Uh, man, if Delvin Cook's banged up, I really don't hate that. And like we just got done talking about in the second half, Kirk Cousins will probably have 200 through the air. Five just there, wide you know? all night. Russell Wilson's 281 and a half. Uh, it's minus 115 to the over. Rushing yards, Russell Wilson's 25 and a half. Don't hate that. Chris Carson's 68 and a half. Mm. Kirk Cousins, six and a half. <laughs> Rushing attempts, Chris Carson, 15 and a half. I'd probably play the under, actually. I could see Pete Carroll not going to him down the stretch and it's plus money plus a hundred. Also right now they have uh, passing Ooh. touchdowns Ooh. one and a half for cousins is minus minus one sixty to the over one and a half for Russ is so juiced that it's unplayable minus two twenty five. I'll be rooting for him to throw at least two touchdowns in this game and them to carve up that Viking secondary. I can't wait to see who the first coach to get fired is a lot of people. Um, it's talking about uh, it being Zach Taylor from Cincinnati. I yeah. still, I don't think that happens until the end of the year, man. I mean, you just hired the team the is dude. still you know so I mean? young, right. man. Their quarterback got freaking knocked out of the the the, the season last year after he played against Washington and yeah, Ryan Chase Phillip. Young at the uh, the goal line. And now we look at this year, um, they're one know, and one. They're, they're one and one. Exactly. You got Ryan Finley out there last year, but I, I mean, Mike Zimmer is Mike Zimmer a good NFL head coach? I'll tell you this: I'll take him as the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. I'll make a trade, and they could have Joe Barry in Minnesota as the head coach. I just. Oh. I feel like a couple of years back when they lost in the playoffs, like Zimmer, I remember they showed a shot of him and he was just sitting on the bench. Like he was just like done with this team. And I feel like that locker room has been a disaster. Yeah. I mean, the Everson Griffin stuff where he was tweeting about Kirk Cousins, and then he gets picked back up by Minnesota. Right. Needs a job. 